Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 13 of the R Strong podcast. This is a BBB episode. It's been a few weeks. Uh, this is number three of our Bible, Barbell, and Bourbon series within the R Strong uh, podcast feed. And I got my wife here, Ashley, and my oldest brother, Dylan, and myself, Gage, if you don't know. Uh, we're going to here discuss a few topics we're excited about and just full. Disclosure, we are having kids run around the background. Uh, we're in our, Ash and I are in our jewel weight room where I work and our kids are running around having fun. So if there's some kids in the background screaming or something, uh, deal with it and then you'll be fine. Right? Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So today with our Bible portion is... If you go back to episode two of the Armstrong podcast, I discussed a lot about the core values of what we kind of established what Armstrong wanted to be. And we were discussing those and kind of came to the realization that it was really close to what we think it takes to be a really good Christian. So Ashley, what are your thoughts? Um, uh, yeah, so we were diving into the Armstrong values and core principles and stuff. And I felt like it had good resemblance of that of being a Christian as well. Um, so I feel like it was, what does it take to, you know, meet your fitness goals or, you know, do good in the fitness realm. And they're very similar to um, that in your Christian life too. So like, what, like, so like the first one, hard is, work. Yeah. So like our, key values or core values um, we have kind of key behaviors off of them is being disciplined being like personal responsibility being responsible for your actions um, and then hard work so like for example like being disciplined we talk with our athletes about you know you need to do the work every day you know regardless of how you feel like so being consistent so yeah. it's very important as well as far as like being a christian is like talking with god every day praying uh doing that work uh doing um those habits that God intends us to have. Yeah. Being consistent in reading the Bible, being consistent in um, trying to react to certain situations the way that it says you're supposed to just, and that's takes a lot of discipline and it's not easy just the same way. It's not easy to try and bench or deadlift or squat, squat your, whatever your PR is, or, you know, it's, very much one in the same, I feel like. Yeah, another, Just come to the realization. Yeah, another behavior off of the being disciplined I like to talk about is executing the fundamentals. So we talked about with, you know, that strength conditioning, that's, you know, do the technique right, execute it however your coach wants you to do that, eat right, sleep right, those type of things. We'll talk about as far as being a good Christian, we talk about praying and those things we already mentioned. I think it's a very strong correlation, like executing the fundamentals of being a Christian every day being consistent with that is extremely important. So then another value we have is she already mentioned it. It's really hard. So like hard work for you to get to where you need to be fitness wise, strength wise, like you have to put the work in. That's one thing that's great about the weight room is the barbell doesn't play favorites. Like you either put the work in or you didn't. And same thing as far as being a Christian, you have to, you have to work at it. It's not, easy it's very very hard <laughs> when you when you read a passage or something that 
it says for you to do and you're like, well, I don't really want to do that. Well, tough. You know, it's the Bible says to do one thing. So you got to work on that um, every day to, to kind of work towards denying yourself and go, being the way that God wants you to be. So and also the notion that if you're a Christian, life's going to be easy is not true. It's like one of the biggest. Yeah. It's like, it's actually probably gonna be harder. One of the biggest myths too. I feel like we could just do a whole like next time on that or something of lies that you're told. That's definitely the top one that life's going to be easy. And as you said, your line there kind of took me back to another one of our core value to kind of wrap this section up is being responsible. And one of our key behaviors for being responsible is do what is asked of you with a positive attitude and your best effort. So you said like, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, <laughs> God says tough. Like if you want to be a Christian, this is how things have to be. Yeah. And that's a thing we struggle with athletes all the time. Well, I don't want to do squats, but I want to. Right squat 500 pounds, but I don't want to work for it too. So that's right. I don't want to love my neighbor. I don't want to love that person or I don't want to do those things that's asked me. Well, tough. That's what you're called to do. And it's hard work. It's going to take discipline to do it. And you're responsible for your actions and how you treat people and do things in this life. So, yeah. And that's, that's cool. I like that you brought this up because I, when I, we established these core values and behaviors, it wasn't just for to say, hey, this is what we take, think it takes to, um, you know, succeed in the weight room. It's what is good habits for just success in general. So Dylan, you have any thoughts on that back and forth we just had there? Uh, yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of parallels there. I think, I think one of the big ones to me with our, the R strong, uh, one thing that you really emphasize is that you're not just working out, you're, you're training and it's kind of the long, long-term goal, long-term outlook on that. And um, along with that is you're going to fail along that path at some point. There's going to be a day you don't want to work out or a day you missed or something. And I think in that framework, it's okay. I mean, as long as you have the, you're going to keep working hard and you're still along that path, you're going to make progress uh, on, on that side. It's the same thing. Like I think in your Christian walk, you know, as long as you, you know, Jesus and you have grace um, and you're going to fail along that path at some point. And um, I think it's just okay to know that you're going to have forgiveness at some point there. I think there's a lot of parallels there as far as your daily discipline and, and staying and just keeping the, the long-term goal in mind, I guess. Good. That's a great point. Uh, I'm reading a book, Obstacles the Way, right now. It's it's a very common book uh, or popular book that people have read. But dealing with failure is a, a really key point of the book. What successful people do is they don't let obstacles or failure to get them down for whatever their goals are. So that's a great point about failure of using that, but also just staying consistent. It's not going to be a linear just straight arrow up. There's going to be dips and valleys, but as long as your trajectory is pointing up is a key thing. Yeah. And long-term to keep in mind, the long-term goal is key, I think too. Yeah. It's key. All right. It was good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Not All bad. right. Moving on to phase two barbell. Our question today, it's a buckle. It's a long one. It's a long <laughs> question. A lot of detail. <laughs> Cardio or nah? is the question from uh, Sarah Osborne from Mound City, Missouri. All right. So I vote not. <laughs> yeah. So 
All right. This is a, this could be a, I'll probably will do a full podcast on this itself. Um, but obviously there's not a whole lot of context to this question. It's just about cardio in general. So I guess I'm going to provide my own, I'm going to provide my own context to how I want to answer this, I guess. But, um, I guess I'll ask Ashley, what, when you hear cardio, what do you think of? Um, running or like the elliptical or the bike, something it's like a steady state. Just go. Yeah. Right. Get your, your hearts up, but get your heart rate up. But like, it's just, yeah. Right. And I think most people when they hear cardio, that's what they think of. They think get on the elliptical or the bike or the treadmill or whatever, and just kind of maybe watching TV going at it for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is. And that's what cardio is. Um, that's a one part of cardio, I would say. And that's what I would typically call like steady state or aerobic. It works your aerobic system, but there's not the only way to do cardio. And the answer to this question, cardio or no, like a lot of questions with a lot of industries and strength conditioning and fitness isn't any different is it depends. It depends on what your goals are. Why are you wanting to do cardio? So again, putting some assumptions in here, I'll ask Ashley this. We have any, yeah. So I was, I was going to say, so (laughs) when people say I got to go do cardio, why are they wanting to do cardio? It's typically because they want to lose weight or burn fat. Right. Okay. Um, it can do that for sure. And there's, that's not the only way to burn fat is to get on your elliptical and go for 30 minutes. In my opinion, there are some more effective ways. Um, but another reason why you might go on a 40 minute run or whatever is because you're training for like a 5k or a marathon, or you're training for some type of long distance race, a bike, the tour de France, for example. (laughs) I don't think any of our listeners are. That's a horrible example. My point is if you, there's value right sure so there's value in doing cardio like that if your reason is you're competing in an event like that well then that's not part of this conversation we're talking about i'm going to pinpoint this as cardio or no in the context of i'm trying to lose weight right that's what got it all right okay so defining cardio again most people think probably steady state but there's a few different types uh, or big block types, I said, or I guess two. There's an aerobic type cardio, which is more what you've already discussed. It's kind of the low intensity, moderate to long duration. You're just kind of going at a steady intensity where your heart rate's up a little bit, getting after it, going for walks, jogs, that type of stuff. And there's what we call anaerobic cardio, working the cardiovascular system that way where it's anaerobic means without oxygen, but it's more high intensity, short duration type activity so the question with that is is which one's better the answer is neither one's better they're just they're for different purposes in my opinion each everyone needs to have some type of aerobic base like you should be able to walk for an hour without dying okay so if you you can't even walk up the street and you're out of breath you know you don't have much of an aerobic base everybody needs to have that and within our armstrong training i'll talk about that maybe a little bit at the end we have aerobic anaerobic type methods uh, we use but with anaerobic uh one thing that is a positive member from our strong we were talking about athletic based strength training so we do we strength train we run we jump we do those type of things anaerobic cardio also maybe called hit training like high intensity interval training that is high intensity for short durations so it's like you go all out on something for like i don't know 10 to 15 seconds and then you rest for 30 to 45 seconds and you repeat that for 
eight to 12 times, something like that. That would be an example of hit cardio. That'd be very beneficial for cutting fat, losing weight. And one reason is, is because something called EPOC, it's excess post-exercise consumption. Okay. So what essentially this does is saying when you do high intensity training, your body at the end of that, after you're done, uses oxygen to repair your body back to its normal state. And that repair is costly. And it's cost, the cost of that is burning calories. So certain exercises have more epoch effect than others. So aerobic, where you're just kind of doing your thing for 45 minutes straight, you can kind of maintain that. Your body's able to, make, to meet its needs in that where if you're going high intensity training, you're getting after it, doing some type of interval, your body has to play catch up on the back end of that. So a benefit to anaerobic type hit cardio is when you're done, you're actually your body's still burning calories because it's kind of trying to catch up back to where it was. So an example of this would be uh, pick something high intensity. I mean, I feel- an exercise. You are like burpees. Probably. Okay, burpees. I don't prescribe burpees much, but we do bur- we do burpees every or once like in a while. Sprints. Sprints, sprints, sprints are great. So say you sprint hard for 10 to 15 seconds, as hard as you can go. It could be on the track or even like on a bike sprint or on a treadmill sprint, as hard, hard as you can go. And then you rest for maybe 30, 45 seconds. And then you go again and repeat that. That is a great anaerobic cardio protocol to lose weight. But also the key component to this too is anaerobic type intervals, training like that coincides much better with like lean muscle mass gain and strength gain that we try to do within our training. So if you go on long distance miles a lot, that will actually not support some of your strength, strength gain training, if that's what you're trying to do um, with that. So if you'll see a lot of people who go on long runs a lot, they don't have, sometimes they don't have a whole lot of muscle mass to them is because your body's using two different systems there to where it's not able to build muscle while it's also prepping itself to be able to run for five miles at a time. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a trade-off there. Your body can't necessarily do both at a maximum level. So if we're trying to, with our strong, we don't do a whole lot of marathon training. If you're a marathon runner, our training is probably not what you want, which is fine. There's better coaches for you. But with our strong training, we try to build muscle. We try to be strong. Um, we do these things and, hit type cardio, anaerobic type cardio is a much better fit to complement our strength training in the room. That makes sense. That makes sense? Yes, totally. So for example, as I wrap this up, then we'll move on to the, the bourbon talk is within our, our strong training right now, we, we do a little bit of both aerobic and anaerobic. So like on our Tuesdays, it's kind of a recovery day. We do an aerobic where I tell our athletes, hey, go on a 30 minute walk. You choose walk, bike, hike, doesn't matter. Go 30 minutes, get your heart rate up a little bit. That's great for recovery. It's going to help with that aerobic base a little bit. And then within our training yourself, we do circuits. We do a circuit on that Monday as well, where it's kind of an aerobic type circuit. It's not super high intensity, but you're supposed to do it very quickly, get your heart rate up a little bit. On the other side of that, we do anaerobic type conditioning in a couple of different ways. A lot at the end of every lift in this first cycle, we do what we call strength EMOMs. So like on our squat day, we're doing a goblet squat EMOM. So we'll squat for 10 reps with a heavy dumbbell. It takes about 10 to 15 seconds, probably. 
and then we do it every minute on the minute. So if it takes 15 seconds, you're getting 45 seconds rest, and then you go again, and we do six to 10 rounds of it. And that gets your heart rate up big time if you're going heavy enough. It's been crushing me personally, really getting my heart rate up. And then also we're doing uh, the last example of cardio that we're doing in this first cycle is like some shuttle runs. We do on our Saturdays. You're supposed to sprint 15 yards and back, rest a minute, and go again. And we do eight to 12 of them. That's the type of cardio that we're doing in our strong training. And in my opinion, it's much cooler, much more fun <laughs> than going on a 45-minute job. So well, some people enjoy that. Sure, you can't, you can't knock it. And there's a lot of there's a lot of value to doing a. Four, I like going on walks. I like going right. on a 30-minute walk. There's a lot of stress relief stuff that goes along That's what with I was that. Say, I feel like people can't like those things not necessarily for the fitness benefits but maybe too but like it's a very mind clearing thing if if running is your thing I, yeah i guess my my last point i want to make on this is if you want to lose weight there are more options out there than doing 45 minutes right. cardio on the elliptical in fact there are probably better options because you don't want to lose weight but you want to lose fat yeah so we when we lose weight we want that weight to be fat while maintaining or if not improving our muscle mass that's how we want to lose weight you don't want to end up being what people call what skinny fat where you're skinny, but you don't have any muscle on you. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think we're going into uncharted. That's worst case. Here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's wrap th that up. Let's move on. Yeah. You're that point was very um, clear and then leave it at that. All right. Butchered it. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our bourbon section. I'm going to turn this over to Dylan. Go for it. Possibly he's uh our Zoom is a little bit frozen at the moment right now. <laughs> I, <In> wish, the, <laughs> I wish people could see the screen. Yeah, he's <laughs> mid-sentence. He's about to really pop off on something really good. Bourbon, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully it, it connects here in a second. For our listeners, I I'm, apologize. Um, we actually came in to Jewel to use better internet, and it's failing us. <laughs> Should have stayed home. But in the meantime, let's talk about. Oh snap! Crackle pop. Yeah, he'll he dropped, so he, hopefully he'll get back on. Um, in the meantime, hopefully he'll get back on here. Yeah. Is we have some new custom hats for our farm. Yes. It's on our farm store. Here's Dylan calling right now to try to figure things out. It is in the our farm store, and they're really cool hats. There's three different designs. We actually have five different hat designs right now. Um, two designs that we originally came out with. There's plenty of stock available on those, or we got a bunch of those. But then we have three custom hat ones that are uh, really awesome designs that my middle brother Cole designed. Uh, all credit to him on that. But the thing with that is there's not that many left of those. There's not a whole lot of hats in quantity. So we only have like eight to 10 left. So if you want one of these custom hats, go check out uh, the link on our farm distillery and you can look for uh, those options. Now we got Dylan back. Go for it, Dylan. All right, back in action. A little technical difficulty there. Uh, all right, we hinted about this the last time um, we had a BBB and I wanna talk about proof a little bit, clarify that and what you guys see on bottles now. Um, so there's kind of two different terminologies um, on a bottle a lot of times you'll see, and it's proof or percent ABV, which is alcohol by volume. Um, just simplest, clear-cut definition of the two. So um, proof is 50% is alcohol by volume. 
and it's the same. So you literally take your percent alcohol by volume times two and you can get a proof. So if you say 40% on a bottle, that's an 80 proof product. Um, where that kind of comes into where it relates back to the industry is proof is how you pay your taxes. And that's always been the standard on how Uncle Sam gets paid. So it's kind of interesting. It goes clear back into the 1800s where they used to proof alcohol and it was a, a burn or no burn test. It wasn't really any scientific or hard set number. It was, that was how they determined a tax rate was um, they tried to light it. And if it, if that product burnt, they knew it was a higher proof and it got taxed more at a different rate on it. Um, but it was interesting because the alcohol will, it, the flammability of the alcohol will change a lot on temperature. So it was not scientific at all, but now it's just a percent alcohol by volume. It's literally, you know, one part to one part and that's how you pay your taxes on it. But when you see it on a bottle now, um, it seems to be a lot more products say percent alcohol by volume. So, uh, that's just a little bit of clarification on, I guess, where proof came from and what you see on a bottle. Um, that's, so it's not maybe quite so confusing for a lot of guys, but um, that was kind of my quick fact for the day. Um, and so um, what we got going on at our farm right now, um, sheet rockers are pretty much done, finally. They've been there forever. But, um, <laughs> We've had uh, a lot of little details and stuff to do with our fire rating on our walls and stuff that really involve a lot with the sheet rockers and getting all those little details done has been a bigger job than what we ever imagined. So uh, we just about got that stuff done and painter moved in last week and we got the ceiling painted and um, they're starting to maybe prime some of the walls and stuff. So it has changed a bunch this last week. Um, Ashley posted a, a little poll there on what our bar top might look like and we, we're still kind of up in the air on some of that stuff so we're picking out some of the finishes and really starting to see how the space is going to come together and it's it's getting pretty exciting to see what the what the final building is going to look like um, but that's really what we've been hammering down on the last last two weeks is uh, finishing the sheet rock and, and getting the painter in there and stuff and finalizing some of the equipment decisions so it can uh, get shipped here in the next couple of weeks. So we got some pretty exciting stuff coming up in the next month or so, and we'll be posting a lot about it and keeping everybody up to date, but stay tuned because it's, uh, it's starting to get pretty real. Yeah, I was up there yesterday and the, the paint looks awesome and our bar top is going to be awesome regardless of what color we choose. I think we got a pretty good idea what color we're going to use. Um, but yeah, really cool. And Dylan, how much sheetrock is in that building off the top of your head, you know? Uh, I think ballpark, there's 30,000 square feet of rock. <laughs> it's crazy. And a couple of those walls had to have two layers of 5-8 sheetrock on them for a firewall on both yep. sides of the wall. So that adds up real fast. Yeah, that wall that kind of the wall that's going to separate our production area from our retail side is what probably 12, 14 inches thick. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's all 14 inches thick. It's a it's a thick wall. When you yeah. that's something that we completely underestimated when we jumped into this project was kind of the regulations that go along with that because basically have an industrial plant 
sharing a wall with a retail public space. So right. that was a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. And there's been a lot of that type of stuff to really figure out, which has been crazy, but we're really starting to make, feel like we're making a lot of awesome progress and getting close to not necessarily a finish line, but a line where we can start welcoming people to our distillery, which will be, which will be awesome. So, all right. I think that wraps up this episode. My daughter is pulling up my arm here. Uh, <laughs> so reminder, check out our farm uh, distillery on Instagram, Facebook. You can find the links to our store where you can still get some shirts, hats, custom hats, limited quantities, really cool hats. Um, get those now and we will get them shipped to you as soon as we can. And our strong team, our strong is going, it is live. We got, we are getting ready to start week three of our first cycle. It's been really fun so far. A lot of fun things coming. And here's the thing, all these questions that we talked about Cardi or not, I can answer those for you. If you just get on team Armstrong, I program it for you. It's not, you don't have to worry about it. You just have to show up and work a really convenient thing about team Armstrong is I take all of the thinking out of your hands and you just put the work in and get the results. So that's it until next time. Stay strong. Stay strong. All right. <laughs>